All right, Destiny, you, you about ready? All right, so thanks for having us. Yes. Being our first official guest with the 4Ws Outdoors podcast. Yes, sir. All right, so I got a series of 10, 12, pretty easy questions. Okay. But answer them openly and honestly, and, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. But so. uh, we'll make our introductions. I'm Willard Franklin with the 4Ws Outdoors. This is our first official podcast, and uh, we over here at uh, Adair Deucin Park. Yes, sir. You know, I, I could have set us in a nice, sterile conference room somewhere in downtown Houston, the high-rise, but we're mm -hmm. outdoor people, right? Yes. It's 56 degrees today. No big deal. Yes. Brr. And it looks beautiful outside. <laughs> it is it's wonderful. So with that being said, welcome to our program. We're going to get started with uh, a few questions for you. Yes, sir. And uh, let's go. All right. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from originally? Okay. So my name is Destiny Flemings. Uh, I'm a Farm Bureau Wildlife Biologist out of Kansas, but I am from Lithonia, Georgia. What, what, L Lithonia? Yes, sir. Lithonia, Georgia, <laughs> like DeKalb County. <laughs> That's wonderful, wonderful. Yes, sir. So you want to talk about uh, how you became a biologist. Why did, why did you want to become, you know, no offense, growing up in the 60s and 70s mm -hmm. for me, I had never seen a biologist, let alone one that looked like you. Okay. So how can you, and what's got you started in becoming or wanting to be a biologist? Let's start when you two, three, four. When did the first inkling that you wanted to be a biologist? Okay, so uh, it started off, first off, my parents are military. Okay. Uh, and I remember when I was probably like four or five, uh, we got my first dog on January 4th. Uh, and What was his name? Uh, Her name. Uh, Roxy. Roxy. Yeah, Roxy. Okay. She was like a poodle schnauzer. Okay. And uh, we just had this connection, and I said, you know, Mom and Dad, I want to be an animal doctor. I didn't know what a vet veterinarian mm -hmm. was at the time. Animal I was like doctor, four fair. Four or five years old. Um, and then around that time, me and my dad spent a lot of time together. Um, although he was in the military, he would take me out fishing. And so I, anytime that we had the outdoors, I always connected them with family experiences. I caught my first fish or aquatic organism, which was an eel. Eel, wow. Glad it wasn't electric, <laughs> um, but that's when I caught. And so it just seemed like the outdoors was very, very fun. And it was also associated with family. I love spending time with family. I was the baby in the family also. Well, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Just one. Just one. Mm -hmm. So boy, girl. Boy. All right. Yeah. Brother and sisters, kind of like Willard and, you know, our test question, the four W's. Mm -hmm. You know who the four W's are? No. I'm Willard. That's Wanda behind the camera. My son is Willard the fourth. And my daughter's name is Wendy. So that's a test question. You can win a fishing trip if you know that answer. Wow. Just so you know. All right. no, so I people are like, well, where do you get that name from, Willard? So that's where it's from. Wow. How about that? All right, but it's not about me. That, so let's get, so back, cool. get back to you and your brother and your yes, dog, sir. military mom, mm -hmm. right? So, yes. so you were four or so and you're learning about the outdoors. Yes. You know, wildlife, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you were interested in mm -hmm. that. Okay. So, uh, other than catching the eel, I started off watching Animal Planet. I think that's where a lot of us get, they're saying, oh, I want to go out in the outdoors because they saw Steve Irwin. Oh, they man. watched a lot of Animal Planet, Disney Channel. There were some outdoor, like, sitcoms or just any type of episodes that were outdoorsy. Um, and so, we would talk, probably talk about that with our friends. And over the years, I said, you know what? I actually like the outdoors, and that's what I want to do. So I stuck with it. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> where did you go to college? Uh, 
to the best university in the SEC, Mississippi State University. The best university. I the like best that. university like in the SEC. They have football team? Yes, they do. Okay. Basketball? Yes, they do. Track? Yes, they do. I'm going to look them up. Mm-hmm. All right. As you should. Now, our stats right now are not the you, best. You're not there anymore. But we are history makers. So okay. Okay. we have ups and downs. I'm still a All diehard right. fan. There you go. That, that's wonderful. All right. So from there, you had to, like I said, you had to go to college. Yes. You, you made up your mind that, hey, I want to become a biologist. Is that what you, before you went to college, did you know you wanted to become a biologist? No. Um, so you, I You went, wanted to be a veterinarian, so you didn't know what yes. that word was. Yes, so I decided to go into wildlife pre-vet. And mind you, Mississippi State was not on the map. Uh, I wanted to go to, uh, of course, the HBCUs, and their only program that was available at the time was biology. And then all of a sudden I got this letter from Mississippi State University um, in, uh, inviting me to a academic insight day, which is basically like an open house. Open house. Uh, and... So hard. I mean, so far, I just went there with my mom, and she was like, Mississippi? Why would you want to go to Mississippi? And I told her, I said, well, if you think about it, dad's in Georgia, uh, dad's in Texas, mom is in Georgia, Mississippi is five hours to five to six hours from both of them. So I said, that's a happy life right here. And so when I saw, I got exposed to them, undergraduate students, doing outdoor research helping out and they didn't have to be a, uh, a master's student you can do have these opportunities as an undergrad and so from there i just had decided to say hey we can do this wildlife at the time they had a wildlife pre-vet um pre-vet program and after i probably right around COVID, i switched to conservation biology and that's when i said i want to be a wildlife biologist right around COVID, so that's 2020 yes I remember when COVID hit, it was March the 11th for mm-hmm. her, us here in Houston. Mm-hmm. They shut down the Houston rodeo. So I said, man, this is a big deal for them to shut the rodeo down. Yes. Middle rodeo. Wow. Yeah, I was actually on in Florida where they had one of the first cases oh, wow. on spring break. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to stay another day. And that's when the pandemic hit. And at that time, I was trying to graduate because I was supposed to be class of 2020. And I still... Um, one of the cool things is I actually worked at the veterinary hospital, uh, veterinary medical school for Mississippi State. That was my goal. I said, okay, if I'm going to pick a institution, I want to go to, I want to go straight from the undergraduate pay, uh, undergraduate track, and then go straight to vet school. Mississippi State had all of those things. I can just stay there, but it didn't really work out that way. When I worked there, it was probably one of the greatest experiences. But I said, there has to be more to this. I want to do more outdoorsy stuff. And I just don't want to be limited to just one office or just one field. And that was the goodness of wildlife biology is you can, there's pretty, it's pretty flexible. You can be an educator. You can be a scientist. You can be a game warden. But it just gave me a world of opportunities. And so I said, this is sustainable for me and flexible, which I wanted. Wow. So in in order for you to get to where you are, somebody had to help you, mentor you, point you in the right direction, tell you what classes to take. Yes. Who who was that for you? Uh, So she, her name is Leslie Berger. Well, Dr. Leslie Berger. She is probably one of my main role models ever. Look at your face. Look at your face. (laughs) I love her. She is the best. Uh, She was actually my professor at the time. Uh, She wasn't my advisor at first, but she became my advisor because I just wouldn't leave her alone. Uh, and there was other peers who said, Destiny, I see something. I see where you're going. Let's try to see how we can work this out together because we're in the same boat. Um, one of the cool things about Mississippi State is 
although um, we're getting a lot of diversity in the College of Forest Resources, there are only a speckle of us. There. Really? So we were very close-knit. So it's not a lot of, let's say, women, for one. You yes. know, women are diverse population. Yeah. Uh, people of color, whatever mm-hmm. that is. You know, so most people think of, of let's say, DEI, uh, black, Hispanic, you know, that's a, but the, just in, in Houston alone with HISD, they teach to 186 different languages. Yeah. That's real diversity. Yeah. You know, so you don't see many people that look like you or people of color. Why is that? STEM in, in elementary, you know, how, you, did you grow up in a big neighborhood, small neighborhood, country, on a farm? Uh, mainly in the suburban area. Uh, I mean, we're on the outskirts of Atlanta mm-hmm. at this point, but we lacked exposure to the outdoors. I think. Concrete jungle. Yeah. You yeah. Know, trees and little parks like this is a big park, basically, but yeah. you, you won't see a ton of wildlife here. But I did notice you got your binoculars. You were oh, looking yeah. at birds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Pelican. A, it's a habit. It is a habit now. And then one of the cool things about my high school is I went to Arabia Mountain High School, right? Uh, if you look up some of the main parks that they recommend for Georgia, they would go to uh, one of the parks that are nearby. So we were, we had that high school on a nature preserve, but we only went outside twice during the whole entire extension of my high school career. That won't really make you want to become a conservation law enforcement officer or a biologist. Right. You know, something in the research, you know, those type of things. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so I kept on trying to figure out how can I, because I knew the outdoors was calling me. I just, I tried to go, at one point I wanted to be a fashion designer. That didn't stick. And so I kept on I like your boots (laughs) with your cover off. Yes, sir. (laughs) That's your style. That's your style. I try to make it cute to go outdoors. Um, I got you. But it it was interesting because none of these things stuck with me. And I had to figure out ways to kind of keep that passion growing because it was still there. I was like, I'm trying to figure out what this is. I'm trying to, you know, plan out my whole entire life before I go to college. And I went to zoos. Mm -hmm. Um, I started to shadow, still uh, help with the the vet hospital trying to get my volunteer arrows. yes okay. i sh- uh i volunteer a lot and okay. of course i had a lot of dogs <laughs> between that time <laughs> so thanks to my parents uh, but those were some activities that i did to kind of keep me going when i uh because i missed home i missed virginia i grew up in virginia near the bay and you go from virginia to atlanta where there's not a lot of areas for kids to express themselves in the outdoorsy way mm-hmm. um and mind you that was not popular <laughs> when you think about it when you think about atlanta uh, it, makeup hair clothes shopping. shoes shopping yes it, you wouldn't the i wouldn't say not the cool person but you were kind of the outside young lady yes with with, with all that yes. going on around you mm-hmm. and peer pressure mm-hmm. i guess that's the, the, the proper word now you know yes nobody bullied you in school or any of that stuff because you were a little different learning you know you wouldn't scared of a frog or snake or any of that stuff. Now, I do not really like bugs as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom always questions you. It's like, Dusty, is, do you really want to be a wildlife biologist <laughs> if you don't like Ew. bugs? <laughs> but one of the cool things about being a biologist is understanding the value that they bring. You don't really have to like them. I'm not going to harm them intentionally. You, you, you like birds. Yes, I love birds. But what do birds eat? Uh-huh. Bugs. There you go. Yes. So, you know, in order to have a, a sustainable uh, wildlife population, they need substance. Yes. Right. Yes. So, so 
fields, bugs, all that stuff play, plays a part mm -hmm. in conservation. A lot of people don't really know how do you you know hunt birds or animals or why do you want to grow this property or have water behind you you know behind us that's the water source for the city of Houston. Yes. Three and a half million people. Yes. And how many ducks and birds mm -hmm. and wildlife and alligators and all that all sustained because of, of here and I tell you I went uh, senior skip day 40 something <clears throat> 45 years ago wow. here you know so this park been here a long time and it's been a water source for Houston the entire time and it's actually blue <laughs> how about that there are so many lakes and bodies of water that I've seen that are don't they don't look like this one. no they don't <laughs> and, and close as close as we are to the city of Houston we probably yes. 40 minutes from downtown mm -hmm. where we're sitting right now mm -hmm. and you know we go fishing and hunting all different types of things wow right here that's a good opportunity mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> i right. wish we had that so what what are, what would you tell a young person uh that's nah, i don't really know what i want to do most kids four five six seven you know mm -hmm. i want to be a doctor a lawyer a policeman fireman school teacher you know the things that that you see every day right but how often do you get to meet or see a biologist or let alone in person did you ever meet one before you did all this hmm. you see Huh? No. And especially if you meet one that look like you. That is true. <laughs> and it's interesting because when you think about STEM, like uh, science, mm -hmm. engineering, mechanical, medicine, all that other stuff, they do not think about wildlife biology. It's not in that category. It's like a, it's well, like a slither. I, 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 thought, I thought STEM, that was part of it, but it's, it's... It is. But you don't hear much about it. No. Wow. No. So wow. we need the exposure. I, I think if we if wildlife biology had the exposure that it needs, we would get more people. Okay. So to get more people, you know, part of what we try to do is introduce people to the outdoors, however yes. we can. Hunting, shooting, fishing, boater, water safety. Mm -hmm. And from there, we, we're in front of thousands of kids in school. Right. And kids, oh, Mr. Willard, I want to do, you know, one little young lady said, I want to study sharks. She yeah. had to be like 10 years old mm -hmm. in Galveston. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, wow. I mm -hmm. never had a little kid tempt that. You know, yep. so that's a pretty specialized at 10 years old. Yes. So that's a, a biologist. Yes. That's a uh, fish biologist, I yes. would imagine, right? Mm -hmm. And just by me mentioning fish biologist, see, too bad I didn't know you back in the day. So keeping <laughs> up with us. You know, I just got four scholarships for my interns. Yes. Two at uh, Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. uh, one at Prairie View. Mm -hmm. And uh, one at Grand Canyon University. She wants to become a uh, game warden, wow. which I call it conservation law enforcement. Mm -hmm. uh, the one, uh, and you know, uh, Eric, he's a duck hunter today. We turned him into a duck hunter. Yes. You know, we introduced him to a duck hunter, me and Jaden. He's been duck hunting. He's out duck hunting me. He was a duck hunter today, and he mm -hmm. invited us thirsty. Wow. Uh huh. So, mm -hmm. you know, so that's, you know, he wants to be a migratory bird specialist. Yes. Got him a scholarship. And then my two interns at Texas A&M, they own, own on uh, academic scholarships as well. Mm -hmm. And we got them two scholarships. And they want to go into, you know, uh, land management right. and uh, habitat restoration. Right. All that pays a part in, like you said, bugs all the way up to to waterfall. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have water if you're going to have uh, a healthy duck population, mm -hmm. things to eat. Mm -hmm. As the city expands and grows, I remember when all these houses before coming to Deucin Park, it was open fields. Wow. So the water's still here, right. but all the property around it yeah. is residential. Mm -hmm. You know, so all that plays a part for the ecosystem. And this is not yes. my field. I am not a biologist. Yes. I, you know, so explain to us what what's your definition of a biologist? What is a biologist? 
Come on. I, 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 I sent I you the test. That. I sent you the test question. Come on now. I knew that this was going to be a good question. Cry. Come on. What, what, not, not the textbook. What's your definition of a biologist? Mm. Huh? How about that? Definitely a scientist who studies all living things. So you're a scientist? Yes. Really? Most definitely. Uh, hey, I, I'm not hating. I just don't know. I don't yes, know. So biologists are scientists. are scientists? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, wow. you know, only thing I knew about scientists was rocket scientists because we heard about wow. that in school. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, NASA's here, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it covers a lot of a scientists. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. We study a whole lot of things like the job that I have now. I'm not just studying bird biology. I'm studying habitat and how they're responding to this habitat mm-hmm. and studying what type of plants that they actually would like. These, that's science. I have to look at research papers. Well, it's not required, but I, I do you, because you do, I am that scientist. Yeah, if, if you're going to be that scientist, you have to learn your trait. Yes. Fair enough? And I know that I do not know everything, and I'm willing to learn. And, and, and with, with scientists, you know, all different types, mm-hmm. with biologists, mm-hmm. and all different types, mm-hmm. correct? What, yes. what type of biologist are you? Uh-huh. You see, you thought it was going to be easy just asking all. So, you know. You're into birds, you're into fish, you're into to land management, you're into... Mammals. Mammals. <laughs> you, you see, cats. It, it, cats, you told me you like dogs, you want yeah. to be a veterinarian. You know, so what, what type of, of biologist are you? You're getting paid right now from an organization. Right, yes. And your title with that, do you mind talking about it at all? Yes. Okay. Um, so I work for Pheasants and Quail Forever. Pheasants and Quail Forever. Yes, sir. And where do you, where do you work out of? Uh, Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. I yes, hear sir. they have some good hunting up there. Yes, they do. Mm. But in order to have good ha- hunting, you have to have good habitat. You have to have water. Huh? That is You have to key. have people like you that understand that. So yeah. when you're making laws, rules, and regulations, you know, wow, well, we're going to mm-hmm. turn all this open, this Deucin Park, let's just use this as an example, right. and turn it into residential, residential housing. Been mm-hmm. here for 50 years sustaining the wildlife yeah. around here if we turn all this into houses mm-hmm. well what happened to all that wildlife there will not be any wildlife you see <laughs> any <laughs> you see you know so it's not always about land and money and, and building mm-hmm. big houses because around here four miles away it's mm-hmm. big houses you yeah. know and, they, and that used to be open fields yeah. so your title pheasants quails forever that's pheasants and quail forever yes sir. pheasants and quail forever mm-hmm. are they a national wild n- national Organization, nonprofit. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, they wow. are. Wow, wow, mm-hmm. wow. So, you ever been on the podcast before? I have. This is my third. Third. Well, yes, you. Sir. This is no big deal for you. So <laughs> this one, this one's going to be on on Apple Apple Podcast. We're going to have it on my our YouTube channel. We'll get to share it. Awesome. We're videotaping it. You know, so yes. we're making a couple of things. Feel a little special? Yes, I do. All right, all Honor. right, all right. Not too cold out here for you. No. Okay. Just right. a little breezy. Okay. But. Yeah. So you know, I said, told you we could have been in, in the office at uh, indoors. This is white walls. Uh, I sir. didn't want to do that. All right. So a few more, not so tough questions. Okay. How how does being a scientist, biologist, what most people ask me, what does that pay? Not not talking about your pay, but mm-hmm. is it is it comparable to a school teacher's pay? You know, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a game warden's pay. They make sixty five, fifty five. You know, uh, policemen. Mm-hmm. You know, in that in that ball ballpark, or is it well over six figures every year? Absolutely uh, not. Okay. All right. <laughs> You know, Absolutely and, and but but young people need to know that you're not yeah. making n- no offense to being a, a fast food worker, but mm-hmm. you're not making minimum wage or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. So I I always try to talk to our kids 
about the real world. Right. You know, you can go get a job. Right. Can you retire from this? Field? It is possible. You see? Wife's a school teacher. She didn't make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when she started, we're, we're mature people now. Mm-hmm. $29,000 a year. Wow. You see? Wow. But she's retired. Yeah. Never have to work enough. She worked still, but she didn't have to work. Yeah. Uh, and get a check. You know, mm-hmm. so what I try to teach kids, if you, you know, you job hop from one position to another position mm-hmm. and you don't stick with it, you know, you're going to deal with issues and, and organization and people that don't agree with your philosophy, right? right? You're going to have a boss that's going to be tough right. to deal with. Coworkers. Yeah. Right? That sound familiar? Yes, it you, does. You know, <laughs> you just started in the workforce. Right. A few years? How, how long? It's been, ooh, we're in 2024 now, so about three years. <laughs> yeah. I've been working for, oh my goodness, 50 years. Wow. All right. So I've, I've dealt with a lot of stuff and I, and right. I watched the world change yeah. in those 50 years. Yeah. So what I always like to do is talk to people about the future of the outdoors. You're definitely it. Yeah. You know, no offense to, to me, I may have 10 more years left. Yeah. You know, I'm just being honest, right? right? You have 60 or 70 more years. Yeah. You, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people like you are the future of the outdoors, you know? Right. And introducing more young people to the outdoors, to me, is very, very, very important. Yes. All right. So, again, what what do you think is the the number one thing that a young person that have an inkling of wanting to go into become a scientist Mm -hmm. slash biologist, which Mm -hmm. is interesting to me to learn that, what would be the first thing that they would need to do? Research the pay, research the job, different job titles. Now you can pick up your phone and Google anything. Mm-hmm. You can Google pay, all that stuff. Right. No big deal, right? right? So what would be the, the, the best advice from a young person mm-hmm. to other younger people than you, that, you know, high school, middle school kids that are looking to, and, and you'll change your mind two or three, like you, right. change your mind two or three times, Yeah. but you stuck with some type of outdoor career, right? right? So what's your best advice to one of our, our up and coming young people? Okay. I would say just get started. Uh, The way that I did it was literally going on Instagram, putting out a black wildlife biologist. I said, okay, I need to see if I can actually make it out there. I need some inspiration. And when I did that on Instagram, I actually found my mentor who just got, uh, who became Dr. Kia now at Tulane University. Tulane? Yes, Tulane University. Yes, sir. Wow. (laughs) That's actually where I got my first uh, field experience right out of college. Um, she gave me that but just to honestly get started if you are interested in birds look up bird biologists and start somewhere just pick a certain field look it up on on the internet and you're gonna find someone just find your person and I, I find that interesting because in our day we would have to look up an encyclopedia you even know what yeah. that is yes okay uh, so if big I book. <laughs> it's big book big book <laughs> and and you know we were poor growing up and, and not having A to Z yeah. We had to stop mm-hmm. H or J, K, whatever that was. But now, it's no excuse. Mm-hmm. You can go to the public library, mm-hmm. get on online, even if you don't have a phone with internet access, mm-hmm. and look up careers, yeah. biologists, mm-hmm. uh, black biologists, female mm-hmm. biologists, mm-hmm. different types. It, it will pull up a whole list of people. And you yes. said Instagram, right? Yes. Social yes. media is a monster. Yes. It, it was no such thing in my day, I was, and the interesting thing is the audience that we're lacking now, that future, they're already on social media. They they're don't they don't watch TV. It. Do you watch television? Uh, not as much now. You know, we didn't have <laughs> not three, as much we now. had only three stations. You wow. know, so now is everything is on your phone. You can mm-hmm. look up anything, mm-hmm. find out almost anything you want mm-hmm. from it. So that's, so that's a good way to to reach young people. It's, it's showcasing 
opportunities in the outdoors. Yes. And and to me, to take it a step further, taking them on outdoor adventures. Yes. What do you think about that? Yes, it's needed. How do you mentor, you know, young people? Will you be willing to do something like that? Oh, yeah. I'm doing it now. Okay. <laughs> Literally doing it now. And I didn't even think or I knew that was something that I was passionate for, but I didn't know it was going to come so soon. So just me sharing my story, me saying, hey, I grew up in the city life and now I'm out here on farm ground. Never been on farm ground before. So just honestly using what I have, I tell people this all the time, social media is free. It is a free marketing tool. It depends on how you use it because employers are going to look at you anyway. Give them something to look at. And it, no matter who you reach out to, say, for instance, if you're just interested in saying, I want to see if how I can be a biologist or some type of scientist, there's going to be people out there that you can reach out to. And I mean, people shoot their shots on Instagram any day. <laughs> but if you just talk to someone and say, they'll, they'll actually take you or say, hey, I might not be the person that knows much about this, but I know somebody who, who does. And my dad is always talking about your network determines your net worth. There you go. And I want to be wealthy, <laughs> so we're making connections. Well, well so that, with that being said, how did we meet? We uh, met on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. Yes, we did. You know, I have Instagram, all that stuff too, but mm-hmm. LinkedIn. So what do you think about LinkedIn as a as a platform to reach people, you know, Yeah. on there? What, 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 what made you stop and pay attention to what we were doing? When I started to see some of the content that you were posting, I didn't even know. I was like, how did he find me? (laughs) Uh, And this was right after I graduated from college. And I was like, okay, Mr. Franklin, let me look at what he does. Who who, who the heck is this this Willard guy? And and I like Mr. Franklin. You know, who is this guy and and how how is he tied into that many people? Right. And and so part of, so you see how how we got together. Yeah. Every day I, I, I... look up LinkedIn. I looked mm-hmm. up different people, different organizations, mm-hmm. and I, what's called, it's uh, cohorts on LinkedIn, I guess right. we call it. And I would tag different wildlife organizations. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I would see different students mm-hmm. in that field. Mm-hmm. And for me, with LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a, is a career opportunity for yes. people. You know, just uh, uh, Jaden White, you know, Jaden, mm-hmm. we talked to Jaden earlier, mm-hmm. uh, want to become a conservation law enforcement. He's in the game warden academy working on that right now yeah but uh with with him you know we we work hard at putting all that information in front of him right you know and so you get to see and i'm sure you saw him on there eric Mm -hmm. you know eric Mm -hmm. now uh duck hunter Mm -hmm. you want to be a migratory bird specialist i have a couple other young people Mm -hmm. but for me uh social media is a monster otherwise we wouldn't be sitting here talking you know you said you were coming to town Mm -hmm. i said what you want to do yeah then I said, well, I'm going to start 2024. I'm going to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. How about you being my first guest? Which is an honor. How about that? <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, and, and uh, everyone on, you know, all, all I think around 8,000 or so people. Right. But the people that uh, follow me that I follow are outdoor people. Yeah. Organizations, companies. You know, I, I can tag or whatever you call it now mm-hmm. any state agency in the country. Right. You know. Uh, Pheasants Forever, Ducks Unlimited, mm-hmm. you know, all those organizations, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they know who we are. Yeah. And so we use that horsepower to help other people find jobs and careers. Right. And to move up. Right. You know, I, I had a uh, young lady, one of my first ladies that uh, reached out to me from LSU. Wow. Uh, 
uh, in biology and wanted to to move up the mm -hmm. career ladder mm -hmm. in opportunities, mm -hmm. you know, so introduced them to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife. Yeah. How big are they? They are in every state. Yeah, they are. United States Fish and Wildlife. Mm -hmm. We're actually going to a big uh, event with them. And wow. so uh, it's a big deal introducing people like you. Yeah. And then networking people like you. Yes. So they'll see. The people go get to see this. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty big, big thing. Yeah. So, all right. So, what would you like for us to, to help you with? Come on, tell, tell me. I, I have a little horsepower. Yeah. We're going to reach a few people. I would. W okay, well, how about this? Where would you like to be in about 10 years? Oh, uh -huh. okay. How, how about that? That make it a little easier? <laughs> in 10 years? Doing the same thing, moving up, moving lateral. Definitely want to be making more money. Yes, more money. But also um, having my own nonprofit. Ah, uh, I know a little bit about nonprofit. Yeah, I, I want to have my nonprofit. Uh, I want to be associated with a couple of well, more in the educational realm, because um, I I am a firm believer that youth is one of the biggest investments that will give you the greatest return. That's how I got started. Um, kids need outdoors. They need someone that's passionate about the youth and the education system and, and just making sure that they become better caretakers of the earth. So what's your target youth audience? You know, what's the age group? Oh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Tough questions. My sweet spot. There you go. The most, I think, I, I would say the most grades that I've had more experience with are sixth graders mm -hmm. because when they, when you still have some time to wiggle around to say, hey, I might want to be a doctor, but I'm also might be open to this. It's a fun age. Mm -hmm. um, and you still, again, you still have some time to kind of might change their mind or give them other options that they didn't think from mom and dad. Mm -hmm. But I would be interested in high schoolers because that's where you get the college or they're starting to think about prepping college. them getting them ready yeah. courses direction yes they don't know i didn't know what i wanted to do mm -hmm. uh I, actually i didn't get a chance to go to college but you know graduating i wasn't sure where I, what direction i was going in yeah you know but i always try to make sure and college isn't for everyone right, right? But being a scientist and a biologist, you need to go to college. Yes, you do. Period. And you need to get a college degree, or you need to go to college and have a lot of experience, it, it, field experience, before you get that job. Right. And so, how do you get the experience? You, you volunteer, right? Yes. Right? Different organizations. And, and a lot of people like volunteering, I ain't going to do nothing unless somebody pay me. It matters. It, it's a big deal, isn't it? Yes. And volunteering in different fields. Mm -hmm. Because the more well-rounded you can become, the more able you'll probably get that application or you'll get your application approved. Well, well let me ask you a, a, a tough question. Mm -hmm. All right. So remember when you interviewed for Quell and Pheasants Forever? Yes. What was the number one answer that you gave them when they interviewed you that took you over that top? Being willing to be honest and say, I have not had this experience, but I'll be willing to learn. Okay. That is probably one of the biggest character, <laughs> character when, traits. When you're talking to people that's their career yeah. and you're trying to fluff them, it yeah. ain't going to work. No. They'll know right off the they bat by the look in, in your eye, right? Yeah. You know, so my, my, my interns met with uh, six uh, fish biologists and asking them before they were competing against for their scholarships. Mm -hmm. They look, just be honest with them because they, you can't fluff professionals no. in that field, right? Mm -hmm. They would, they would feel, and there's nothing wrong with not knowing because you're not going to have all their experience. Mm -hmm. They have to be able to, willing to train you 
and mentor you maybe point you in the right direction fair mm-hmm. enough yes okay. and if you have if you're able to be teachable I feel like oh, those are some wow. of the best employees wow. ever. You can't come in knowing everything. Yeah, you can't. Because you, you, no way you're going to know all that stuff. Nope, you have to be teachable. Hmm. Okay. That's what they're looking for. That's how you create a sustainable employer or employee. Okay. All right, so I think was the great start for our first yes. first deal. Uh, how would you like to close us out? You know. So let, I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you another tough one. You said you want to start a nonprofit. You thought about a name? Yes. Come on. You want to share it? You're not <laughs> no, ready. Okay. Not yet. You're not ready to share it yet. It, but it is uh, in the process process of getting trademarked. Oh, wow. Big ticket. Yeah. Okay. Well, wonderful. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. So you have a plan. Yes. Okay. I've been thinking about this for about six months now. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, all right. So where are you off to that? You, you finishing up here? You, you came to visit the parents? Yes. Getting ready to go back? Home. Going, yes, sir. And what do you? What's What's your first job when you get back? What do you got to do? Go to training. Training. Yes. Training on. All at college, all at time. You still in training? We still need training. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we still have to learn. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially working or being a partner employee with the USDA and the NRCS, there is mm-hmm. always things are evolving, things are always changing, and so you got to make sure you stay up to date. Stay up to date with all the different policy rules, regulations. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful. All right. So, how, how would you like to close out? What what what's your parting words? You know, good advice for for the future of the outdoors. Oh, okay. Even a little bit younger than you. You're young, but. <laughs> A little bit yeah. out of school three years. Well, I like that. Yeah. Um, first off, I would like to say thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I definitely want to be a part of the movement. You, What you have done and will not be in lack. Uh, the strides that you have created have paved the way for all of us. So I would generally just like to say thank you no, for that. Quite welcome. Um, what? For anybody that is wondering about biology or, well, I'll say this. Even if you do not, even if you're the only person, that is okay. A lot of, some people are sent in this world or meant to be those trailblazers. That lone ranger. <laughs> those lone rangers. <laughs> and here's the thing, it's not going to be lonely forever. I, you know, when I came to Mississippi State, I saw like specs or I was pre- sometimes the only person in the room, the only black female, the only black person, period. Really? In that room. And I was like, it's so lonely out here. But sometimes when uh, when I continue to keep going, continue to press, I saw these aspects of saying, I'm getting all these experiences. What kept me when I could have just went, uh, when I could have just exited, mm-hmm. or I could have just quit? Yeah, when, when got a, a job sitting in the cubicle all day. Yeah. Could you do that for 40 years? Possibly. Doing accounting? I, I probably wouldn't like payroll, it as much. HR? No. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much, but um, continuing to have the end goal in mind. Define what your end goal is. And even though it, you, you're you still trying to figure it out, because that's what I love about the 20s, is it doesn't, the end goal is like right here, and you're so far away. There's so many things that you have to do, and you don't know what steps to take. Just take a step. Find your way. Um, find a good group of support <laughs> support system my support system is crazy and they're all they're from all of the uh, they're from all of um, all over the world so I appreciate that as much but um, nothing is too hard especially when you have an end goal in mind continue to keep going even though you're going to be the long uh, the lone ranger sometimes you're not no, it's not, not going to happen problem. all the time but um, yeah continue to 
just press through. It's worth it. Okay. Well, wonderful. Thank yeah. you for being a part of <laughs> our program. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. All right. Thank you. All right. Oh, that last one. Hmm? That last question took me some time. Uh-huh.